all you can do. Stand. Just turn to your neighbor and say to your neighbor, life happens. But stand. You have lost your job, stand. You've heard some bad news, stand. Who enjoyed the word last week? What a powerful word. So say to your neighbor again, life happens. But God is good. What a powerful ministry by Jody. I know as Jodas. Jodas messed me up this morning. The Holy Spirit used it to mess me just up this morning. It's just unnecessary to preach this morning, Dad, after that ministry of the Word. After you have done everything to stand, stand this morning. Let's just pray together. Father, we give you glory and we give you praise. We come before you this morning, Father, and we honor you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your glory. This morning, just use me this morning mighty fully, Father, hallelujah, to speak your word and to encourage your people this morning. I speak your blessing over your people this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you, Dad and Mom, for this privilege to preach the word. And Oma, um, I don't take it lightly. It's an honor for me to speak the word this morning and just to um, encourage your people this morning. Amen. As you know, right, Bibaras? Just turn to your neighbor that is maybe sleeping next, next to you and say, As you wakker, die woord gaan nou gepreek word. As hulle slaap, asjeblief, just give them a nudge and say, you're going to preach the word now. Please wake up. It's, you can wake up now. It's fine. Hey! Sommige keer lek ons nou, ons worship, maar slaap eindelijk. You know? So, as ons wakker, die waars. Amen. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since the unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. So we fix our eyes on, not, on what is seen, not what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. If there's ever time that we need to be focused, that time is now. Yeah. I know that we are living in, in bad times, especially now with the COVID-19 and the lockdown. And I know that our society is living in fear, even in the church. But I just want to um, just change our focus a little bit. Say to your neighbor, just change your focus a little bit. Let's all be Just change your focus a little bit. Focus on eternity, the unseen, the kingdom of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And at this present moment, the people are, as they say, the world is waiting for the fourth wave to hit. But I got news for you. The church is waiting for the wave, for the wave of God to hit. The wave on unsaved souls coming into the kingdom of God. The wave of souls coming into the kingdom of God. We are waiting for that wave. Amen. And so the enemy, as God is preparing us, the enemy is also preparing the people. He's bringing fear into their hearts. Also so bang that us can Also so bang for recovered. And a lot of our family members, a lot of people that we know have died of the disease. But I just want to encourage us this morning, amen, to focus ourselves on the Lord this morning. 
So people are afraid of death. The enemy has brought fear into this world, even into, into the body of Christ. And yes, a lot of people are speaking about taking the jab, not taking the jab. And the enemy is trying to get our focus away from what is important. And that is eternity. At this present moment, the moment you gave your life to Christ, that's where eternity starts. A lot of people say that life begins at 40. Now, I is 44 years old. But I just want to say that life doesn't begin at 40. Life begins when you accept Jesus Christ in your life. That is when life begins. Amen. And so sometimes, yes, we have a lot of plans for the future. Was it um, plans to, for pension? We've got plans to retire. We've got plans to live in a nice house, which is good. But that shouldn't be our focus. That shouldn't be our focus. And yes, to have a good job, to get good grades and stuff like that. All of those are part and partial of what God has for us. But at the end of the day, the primary focus is to focus on God this morning. Amen. So 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, power, and of love, and of sound mind. So the enemy knows that the end is near. So he wants to bring confusion into the church to lead, to lead believers astray. Haven't we seen when um, the lockdowns happen, you could really see who was there at the time, or people use excuses not to be in church, and we are afraid of what's happening. Amen. So we could see in this pandemic also whose heart is there. Amen. So I just want to, um, the, the heading of my sermon this morning is focus on eternal things. Say to your neighbor, focus on eternal things. Focus on eternal things. How to set your minds on things above. So I'm just going to give you six points this morning. I'm going to give you a very practical way, um, ways to let go of earthly things. Because earthly things is there to drag us down sometimes. It's good to have those things. It's good to have dreams. It's good to have a lot of money and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what is your focus today? Is that thing your God? Because one thing that God hates is idol. If we take our house, we take our car, and we idolize our car, we put that in front of God. That is what God hates. And God wants good things for us because God says he loves it when his people prosper. But we shouldn't allow those things to keep us down, allow those things to take over our lives. And so this morning, the scripture that I want to give you this morning is Colossians 3 from verse 2 to 3. How to set your mind on things above. Six ways to let go of earthly things. Colossians 3, verse 2 to 3 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden in Christ. Sometimes we feel like we are, some days we feel that we are struggling. We get weary in our battles, stuck in tough places or feel pressure in the heat of hard times. You know, sometimes we want to give up. And yes, we give up sometimes. As Dad said last week, life happens. And sometimes we just have to be patient with one another. Sometimes we make mistakes. But every time we want to judge people, we're not there to judge one another. We are there to build up one another and pray for one another. And although it's true, we can never fully escape all the mess the world may bring our way because we live in a fallen place. The world is on its way to hell. People don't want to hear that. 
That is where the world is heading to. That is what the enemy wants, is to destroy people's lives. John 10 verse 10 says that he came to give life. He came to destroy. He came to rob us and he came to kill us. But Jesus came to give life and life in abundance. So I want to encourage you this morning, if you have to make a decision to accept Christ in your life, make the right decision to accept Christ in your life this morning. It's not because we are strong in ourselves, but because Jesus is strong. And so many times we try out of our own strength to work things out, but we will always hit our heads against the wall if we don't allow Christ to work out things in our lives. Amen? Being able to rise above the fear, temptations, and hard places of this life is wrapped around the truth that you know who we are in Christ. And many times we think about eternity. We think about where am I going to end up? You think about death. And yes, we are human. The word, of, the word of God says in Ecclesiastics, there's a time for everything. There's a time for laughing. There's a time for crying. There's a time for jumping. There's a time for running. There's a time for exercising. There's even a time for death. But death is not the end. And yes, we are afraid. It's, it's normal to be afraid that you are going to die someday. Each one of us has an appointed time and set time to die. But that is not the end. At this present moment, there are billions and trillions of angels and the hosts of people that has passed on to be with the Lord, that is worshiping the Lord right now. And so we are part and parcel of that. So if we start changing our focus on eternity, then fear will start becoming more distant in our lives. We will start thinking about eternity and where God and where we are heading to. Remember, God has a purpose and plan for your life, that gift that you have, that job that you have. Whatever you are with your family, God has a purpose and plan for your life. So there are many verses in the Bible that speaks about eternity. And I just want to say this, that eternity has a name. Eternity has a name. His name is Jesus. Amen. And this morning when I, when I think, when I thought about the, the communion that we could have this morning, and Every morning, me and my family, we, we take up communion and we, and we speak about the goodness of God and what the blood has done and what his, what his body has done. And whenever I take up communion, I always think about what Jesus has done for our lives. And we, have, we can be grateful what God is doing in our lives. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't have been here today. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would have been on our way to hell. If it wasn't for Jesus, amen, where would we have been today? Amen? So we are continually being made new in Christ. And um, what I'm going to speak about this morning, the six points I'm going to speak about this morning, is just a practical way on how we can get closer to God because the spirit of fear is getting into the church like never before. And we are living in the most... We're living actually in the most exciting times of our lives. We might, we might just see when Jesus returns. That is the greatest event ever that will take place. And people still think it's a story. People still think that, is it really gonna happen or not? But I can guarantee you that Jesus is on his way back. Jesus is on his way to get what belongs to him, the church, amen, this morning. Say, God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. 
So we need to continually seek him daily. It, we just naturally be drawn, always thinking good thoughts. Unfortunately, our sin nature always brings us down. Remember, when you are born, you are born into sin. So what Adam, the first Adam, has done, he has sinned and he brought sin into the world. So that is why it's, a, it's, it's so a struggle when you are a believer or when you accept the Christ in your life. It's a struggle to do what is right. And so many times when we made an error, when we did something wrong, we always feel condemned. But I want to encourage you this morning. Don't feel condemned this morning. God has a plan for your life. Um, Colossians 3 verse 1 to 3 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So what does the Bible mean when it says to set your mind on things above? So, Greek word of the Greek understanding of the word sit in that, in that scripture. It says the Greek word used for sit in this verse means to seek after, to strive for. When we set our minds on things above, we need to strive because it's something that we need to do continually. And continually. So we need to seek after, strive for. Um, it tells us that we must be, it, this must be a way we choose to live. It's not something that just occurs at one time. It's a way of life. So set your minds on things above is to look at life from God's perspective. How does God see you? And many times we, we judge ourselves and think I'm not good enough. But when God sees you, he sees the blood of Christ. When God sees you, he sees Jesus upon your life. Amen? And one thing that, that I heard this week, and um, uh, Dr. Miles Mandler spoke about it, he says, I don't care what you think about me. And Makisa was a dumb fan, man. Your opinion doesn't count what you think about me. It's what God thinks about me. Just so say to your neighbor, Makisa was a for my donkey. Your opinion doesn't count. It's what God thinks about me. Amen? So it's important that you need to know that you are, you have the mind of Christ. You are the head and not the tail. You are more than an overcomer. You are a victor. Amen? And the enemy has been defeated. So six ways to set your minds on things above and to learn to let go of earthly things. Number one, make the choice daily. Make the choice daily. Do not be anxious about anything. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So what we need to do, we need to see God's face. Do not be anxious about anything. Yes, we are afraid of things happening in our lives, but I want to encourage you this morning. The Word of God says, who would you believe, the report of the world 
or the report of the, the Word of God. So the Word of God says, I'm, I'm going to say what the Word of God says. Do not be anxious about anything. We need to pray. We need to confess your need to Christ. Confess anything you know has been holding you back from where God wants to take you. We need to confess it every day. Amen? The truth is, if you're not coming to God daily, if you're not asking for his help or seeking to hear his voice, opening up his word or praying and thanking him for the work that he's doing in our lives, then we will never, never be able to see what God has fully planned for our lives. So it's important to make the time to spend the time with Christ in your life. <clears throat> we just can't operate in our flesh trying to live out his word. Because the flesh will bring you nowhere. The word of God says that we should worship him in spirit and in truth. God loves you more than you can ever know. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But God loves you. God will never leave you. God will never leave you. I know that I have made in my life. And I'm still making mistakes in my life. But one thing I know, God will never leave you. People will always disappoint you. Your family, your father, your mother, your brother, your sister will always disappoint you. But God will never disappoint you. As God die dinge tien ons gehoord wat ons nou al gedoen het al. Heerlijkheid. Ek weet nie waar ek nou gewees het die. We so quick to judge one another. Maar God sê nie, is fijn. John 1 was 9, repent. Confess. Just release. God will, He will forgive you. He's a God that forgives. He's a God that forgives. Wherever you are right now in your life, and maak jy saak, waar jy is jy? Sy voel miskien, sy is weg van God af, maar God is jy weg van jou af. God isn't done with you. God has a great plan for your life. He has a purpose for you. Amen? So God loves us more than we can ever fully know. He longs to help us and is always there. His words of life remind us that He is our strong tower. As the word of God says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. It's a strong tower. And yes, our elders is there for us, our friends is there for us, but God is always there for us. What's going to happen when you are alone at night when you sleep? Your friends are not there for you. And yes, sometimes we call them and say, hey, I can help you. They won't always be there for you. But God will always be there for you. Amen? So number two, recognize that this is bigger than you. God's plan is bigger than you. And many times we are so boxed up in our own world that we always think about ourselves, me and myself, and I, you know? But this thing is bigger than us. There's purpose. There's a plan for your life. If you are born, if you were born, there's a plan for your life. If you are here today, there's a plan for your life. You're not here by, by any chance. You are here because God has called you. Amen. The word of God says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Here is all your path straight, man. But he says, trust in the Lord. Yes, we sing the song as well, trust in the Lord with all of your heart 
and lean not on your own understanding. But when we walk out of church, terug by die werk, hy trust is my van God die. Dan is ons in die eie wereld alweer. You know, but we are afraid that God will take us somewhere else. But we need to trust him. God will never, God will maybe show you where you are heading to. But he has not always been good for your ways what happens. So we need to trust in the Lord. Focus on the things that are unseen, which is eternity. Not on things that are seen. Amen. The world is another way on. If it's the sin, for I got clue. But we need, we need to focus on the unseen. Amen. Sometimes we can know the right things to do, yet struggle to do it. Us wit, us moet hy rechte ding, us moet hy ding doen. But then struggle us om het te doen. We fail, we fall short, us make mistakes, we don't follow through. Other times it's a battle to trust that God, God's ways are better. We might think he missed it. Baie keer dat ding is, het God miskien gaan miss in my nie. But we need to trust in the Lord. We think that he doesn't really care my, my family is, is he there for me? Is God there for me? Where is God? You know? Or we start to think that we know better somehow. Or is it better as God sometimes? God gives you a plan A, you don't have a plan B. That ends up with plan Z. Yes, the day man. Or is it better as God? Like God needs our help sometimes. Or is Ek help nou vir God om my kijk toe te kom. Is alright. Laat ek maar, laat ek maar kijk toe kom, is alright. We get in a hurry, is, is waar, ons, ons, sometimes we are so in a hurry in the morning to get to work. Um, ek moet, I've got things to do, ek het, ek, I've got deadlines, en, ons is so in a hurry, but we forget that God is the one that gave that job to you. God is the one that opened the way for you. And often we might just be that we are in such a pattern of go. Ons moet gaan, gaan. Ons moet niet bezig wees. Ons moet niet keur. Ons moet niet party. As er weer einde van die jaar die waar is. Kan jy voel jy weer voel een beetje bitter as ons gaan nou plannen maak om biesje te gaan. Een beetje wegbreek en so aan. It's okay. But we never forget. Don't forget what God is. Even you. God is in what you repeat. So all the time that we really stopped long enough to see um, if we were even heading in the right direction, doing what he asked us to do. You know, sometimes we, we make our own plans and we, we go in one direction, but God has a better direction. He knows exactly what's going to happen around the bend. But God has given you a way out, but no stop that I can do. You know, as times you cop, you made a mistake. And set yourself 10 years back. I made mistakes where we put me back so far. Then I thought, man, here, as I made that to do it. So they'll say, my spirit will always be late. But not with God. God will always give you a way out. He said, okay, you made that mistake. So it's now 2 years back. Now just fall into line again. Life happens. God never asked you to figure out how are you going to get there? But the truth is, God never asks us to figure it all out on our own or to live in our own strength. He just asks us to trust Him. Just trust me. I love you. I created you. I made you. There's a purpose in your plan. You are a great man. I love you. I have the best thing in plan for you. 
Ek het die beste vir jou, man. Just trust me. How many times have we said no to God? Through our actions. Staan op in die ochende en we don't even say thank you to the Lord. We staan nie op meer en praat met die Heere en sê, hoe is jou dag hier, Heere? I love the way Pastor Kurt always speaks to me as met die Heere praat. Dan vraag vir die Heere, wat ek het verkeerd gedoen, Heere? Heere, praat so my, asjeblief, Heere. But it shows you sometimes we just need to have that relationship with people. Die Heere ken jou hart, man. Sy, sy gaan nou uit en sy praat wat sy wil praat, maar sy nie, en die Heere sê ten woorde gekom, maar sê, daar, oh Lord, please. God knows us. Sy het ons gemaakt. You can be yourself in the presence of the Lord. It's one thing I realize when I'm myself in the presence of the Lord, no? then it's, it's so easy, it's so nice to spend time in the presence of the Lord. Amen? God promises to fill our lives with the power of His Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence to go before us and to make our footsteps, footsteps firm. We don't have to do it ourselves. All that the Heere says, just trust me. The Holy Spirit is so powerful. The Holy Spirit will always go ahead of us. Hy sal altyd ons paie bykie gelijk maak om te sê, oké, moet die daar stap, moet die daar, moet die daar doen. You know, and that is the, 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 the nice thing about God. He will always take our hand and lead us. Only if we decide to do it. Amen? Number three, choose to listen to God's voice and not the lies of the enemy. At the moment, we are, ons luister na die leens van die, die vijand. I just want to encourage us, do not be deceived. The word of God says that even the elect will be deceived in the last days. Yeah, yeah. And we are heading into the last days. Then the word of God says that in the last days, it will be, in the days of Noah, it will be in the last days. Where people will be deceived, people will give in to drinking, people will, will, will party like there's no God. All of those things are happening in the last days. And that, those are the signs. And John 8 verse 32 says, and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Just turn to your neighbor and say, God has a plan for your life. We just have to decide which voice you want to listen to. Is it the voice of the enemy or the voice of God? And who we're going to choose to follow each day? And chances are we don't make a determined choice to follow God. That chance is going to come if we don't follow God. Amen? We may eventually fall into a trap of the enemy. So the Bible has much to say about Satan's devious schemes and how he operates. He is a twister of the truth. The Bible calls him the father of lies. He's a leonard. Whatever the enemy tells you, don't believe it. And sometimes he takes the truth and he twists it. He comes to Eve and he says, did God really? Hij kom met een vraag. Hij kom, ja, so, kom met een spaas, as we zullen sê. Did God, did God really say this to you? Is that God's plan for your life? Zij klaar besluit al. Lord, today I'm going to follow you in the name of Jesus. Ik ga die hoor wat die enemy, ek ga die hoor wat my broer vir my sê, ek ga die hoor wat Eve vir my sê. Maar nou gaat die dag aan, dan denk ze, ek nou, moet ek nou... But it's true. Though God never tells us to walk in fear, He does not tell us to be on God and to live away. Remember Jesus says, you will be persecuted because of me. You will be killed because of me. And right now, um, all over, um, in certain parts of the world, people are being killed. 
for what they stand for, for what is right. As we keep pressing to know God, who, who is real, who is truth, and we set our minds on His Word, spending time there, meditating on it, eventually we will become trained in detecting the fake, which is the enemy. Amen? Number four, put on the full armor of God. Let's go to the scripture. Ephesians 6 verse 13. As ek wat het sê in die deber, as die woord van het sê. Amen? Put on the full arm of God. Therefore put on the full arm of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for all the saints. Amen? So God has given us specific instructions. We don't have to go to the newspaper. We don't have to go to the media on the news because there's a lot of fake news on there. The enemy uses that, that to scare us. So fourth wave But the word of God gives us specific instruction. The breastplate of righteousness. You must say to yourself, I am the righteousness of God. Say to yourself, I'm the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. Amen. God gives us specific instructions. Yet, we often, we race through our busy days, unprepared or simply not aware of what we're up against or who, is real, who the real enemy is. And sometimes God puts you into a workplace for a purpose. And God has a way for you. He has a way for you. But there's a purpose. Maybe God has a way for someone who works there, but for him to work. And I've experienced that many times when I've, I've done different jobs. God has placed me there for a purpose. Someone needed Christ in their life. And God has always um, made an opportunity for me to share the gospel with someone. Amen. And so, say so many days, God has a purpose and plan for your life. Even though you're studying, even though we're ever in university, at school, at work, at a bride, God has a purpose for your life. The forces of darkness don't wait for us to, ready, to be ready to, for the attack. The enemy hates you. The devil wants you out of the way. He knows what he has created. It's too late for him, so he wants you to be Remember um, that hell is a reality. It's a place made for the dark angels, for Satan and his angels. It's not made for humans. But because when we reject God, that's the place that we also want. God doesn't want us to be there. God loves us. He wants us to be with him in heaven. Amen. So the four forces of darkness, if you're a believer like the salt and light in this dark world, you won't go for long without encountering obstacles and attacks. The enemy will hurl straight your direction. The battle is real. We are in a battle. Amen. 
So when we resist the enemy, as the Word of God says, he will flee. We don't have to fight him. We just need to trust in the Lord. Or who will the enemy to fight him? We need to resist him. God's Word tells us that he will flee. Yes, God has given us his Word and Spirit, so we'll have the wisdom to rise above and the protection to stand against the enemy. Amen? So the battles we face may be more about what is unseen and what we see before us. And when we resist the enemy, God's word tells us he has to flee. Amen? Um, Point five says, guard your heart, lay aside the old nature and let go of fear, worry, and sin. Proverbs four, verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. What God has given you, Guard it with all of your heart. It's the wellspring of life. And sometimes our inner thoughts, our words, even what's spoken to ourselves really matters. If you could just go sit down and think about uh, what happened through your day, your thoughts will start, does the plum thoughts will be your mind, son. But sometimes we just need to become quiet before the Lord. Be still and know that I am the Lord. Was me still vote for the year. For our thoughts can hold the power to run our lives and dictate our choices. Whatever your thought, it will materialize through your actions. Amen? All the more reason to make sure our thinking is based on truth, on what God says. So we need to guard, protect to keep safe your heart, the innermost being which represents the very core of your thoughts. Remember, God has given you a spirit. Amen? A a reborn spirit. So we need to rely on what God has to say in our lives. It is vital all our lives depend on that choice to guard our hearts and set our minds on things above. So God's word will protect you. His truth will protect you from the schemes of the enemy. The word also says, cast your burdens upon Jesus for you. He cares for us. Releasing our problems and burdens, seeking forgiveness over sin, doesn't give room for us to sit numbly with anxious thoughts spinning. Because that is what is keeping us, really keeping us from what God wants for our lives. And so we focus our thoughts on that. That is what the enemy just wants you to focus on the wrong things. Amen? It is not about pretending like we don't have worries, ignoring our problems, or living a life of passiveness. So it requires effort from outside to spend time in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Is he not there, The last point I'm going to make there is, point six, is believe that he is with you. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with the righteous right hand. Isaiah 41, verse 10. So doubt is one thing that we always, I mean, all of us struggle with. Sometimes we, we doubt. We doubt that God has a plan for us. We doubt that what God has says will come true. Probably struggle with some point along the way we struggle with doubt. So what happens when we dwell in doubt? Maybe we can't see what God is doing. Maybe the difficult times cause us to wonder if he really cares or even hear us. And by care, then we problem. Then we start to worry and think, is God really there for me? Amen? 
And sometimes we are bound in unbelief. We are bounding in belief. His truth reminds us that He is with us always. Our with us, O God, will never leave us nor turn away. He holds us through the fiercest struggles and brings peace to uncertain times. Amen? We will not set free to fit in. God has not set us free to fit in. God has set us free to make a change in our lives. Are you making a change in your community? Are you making a change in your family member's life? Are you making a change at your workplace? Are you making a change at your school? So God has really saved us to make a change. Amen? The world will never tell us to live this way because it goes against every mindset of current popular opinion. It goes against every opinion what the word of God says. And it's so dangerous that when we live in the world, Romans 12 verse 2 says that we shouldn't be conformed to the pattern of this world. And it's nothing to, to love your lives and enjoy your lives, but the danger comes in is when we start getting the culture of the world. The culture of the world is not faith. The culture of the world is self-satisfaction. The culture of the world is to sort yourself out first before anyone else. The culture of the world is seeing before believing. But the culture of the kingdom of God is believing before you're seeing. The culture of the kingdom of God is to love someone unconditionally. The culture of the kingdom of God is to forgive someone when they've done something wrong to you. Amen? So recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Dad always says, Amen? Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. You've decided to, today you're going to start practicing or start exercising, picking up weights and stuff. But then more than logic, we are Because the culture, it, 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 it drag you down. It's a lissime authority. Yes, you plan your, your work, your work day, nice. It can work. Then you come to work, you leave everything. And they say, listen to me for leaving. You know? So we really need to recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's a lifestyle. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect will for you. So this morning, may God help us to walk wisely and live freely. May he remind us daily to set our minds on him, who is the author and finisher of our faith. May he give us the power we need to extend love and light to the world and desperately needs in his hope. Amen. So this morning, I want to encourage you. If you do not know Christ this morning, there's a perfect opportunity right now to accept Christ in your life. Amen? And you, you've spoken to yourself and said, but I can't even live in it. I can't even live in What is that for me? Yeah, I have a good work. Yes, I've got a good job. I've got everything planned out. But deep down inside of me, I feel like it is here. Something is not right. And the Holy Spirit is there nudging you right now at your heart to make the right choice because Jesus loves you. Amen? Just turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus loves you. Amen? He loves you unconditionally. He loves you in spite of what you did last night. He loved you in spite of what you did last week. He loves you in spite of the wrong choices that you make. 
And many times people say, it's fine, ik ga die nou die Heere aanneem, ek ga ek is nog geen regie. The word of God says, come as you are. Jesus loves you this morning. And so, can we just stand this morning, amen? I'm going to pray over us. And if you want to accept Christ in your life this morning, I need you to pray this prayer with me. And if you're going to pray this prayer with me, if you're going to accept Christ in your life this morning, amen? I'm going to invite you this morning to give your heart to Christ this morning. Amen? And then when you have said that prayer with me, you can just go to the info desk, hand in your name there, and someone will be in contact with you this morning. We love you. We want what's best for you. Amen? And even if you've been at this church for a couple of times, you have visited us or coming around all the time, but you have never accepted Christ yet, your time is now. It doesn't matter how young you are. If you understand that Christ has something for you, just pray this word with me. Say, Father, I come to you right now. I am a sinner, Lord. I have made the wrong choice. But right now, Lord, I come to you. I ask for forgiveness. I ask that you will cleanse my heart. Take out anything that doesn't belong there. And I ask you right now, Lord, cleanse me with your blood. Strengthen me with your blood. Lord, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died and on the third day he was rose from the dead. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am your child now. I am more than a conqueror. Thank you, Jesus, that I belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can we give God some praise in this place? Amen. Hallelujah.